Set side chi. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Relax your shoulders, soften your face. And just keep breathing. You know what is the difference between meditative breath and normal breathing? Just the focus. The more we focus on the breathe in and breathe out, the longer inhales and even longer exhales make it meditational breath. That's what meditation is all about. First, we start with breath, then our physical body, you know, not itching or moving. <laughs> and then finally, our thoughts. Union of mind, body, breath. That's what yoga is. And that's what the meditation is. And that's what helps with the whole self-realization thing. Just gathering our scattered thoughts that starts with breath. And with no further delay, that's where our story takes us today. It literally takes us to a scattered brain or scattered mind and thoughts. So, again, one of those settings where there was, you know, a monastery and a monk, very many disciples and regular visitors. <laughs> So let's just get into that place. So one of the days, a visitor was visiting this monastery and, uh, you know, looking for the master monk. He tried, look everywhere, couldn't find him. Then he finally asked one of the disciples. He was like, hey, I'm looking for, you know, master monk. Can you tell me where can I find him? Uh, the disciple said, sure, let me just check. He closed his eyes. Two or five seconds later, he goes, yeah, he is in fields. He is, seems like he's playing with horses right now. Visitor found that answer really odd. But, you know, he, he thought this disciple must know where the master is, right? <laughs> or the teacher is. So he just went there and he looked around the fields and no, there was no sign of master or the monk there. So he came back and on his way back... He just peeked through one of the rooms, you know, master's room, and apparently he was sitting there. So he went to the room and he said uh, to master in his room, and he said, I'm really very surprised. I thought, you know, the monks and the disciples never lie, but apparently one of your disciples did. And master's sitting there and he slowly opened his eyes and he looked at the visitor. He goes, I don't get you. He said, well... I was looking for you. I searched everywhere, couldn't find you. Then I asked one of your disciples, where were you? And he said, you were in the fields. And I went there, searched for you, but apparently you were in your room this whole time. So why he sent me to the fields? Master really smiled. He said, really? Is that what he told you? Which disciple was that? You need to please go and get that disciple. I need to talk to that disciple. So as the disciple coming in the room, Master literally stood up from his seat. And he asked disciple, he said, what did you told this visitor? Disciple said, well, I told him that you were in the fields. 
And then visitor, see, he's lying again. <laughs> and the master smiled back and he said, How did you knew that? He said, Well, I was trying to search for you when he, the visitor came asking for you, so I used my vision to search for you. And by the vision, he meant third eye. So, Master offered his seat to his disciple. He said, Well, it seems like we are equals now. I cannot, kind of like, you know, you are, you have equal right to sit on this seat. You are not my disciple anymore. We are one at this point. So, basically, disciple was enlightened. And what he saw was, you know, Master explaining to visitor that what he saw was actually my thoughts. So he, you know, even when I was sitting here doing the meditation, I was actually thinking about horses. So that's where my thought was. And apparently that's where he saw me. So apparently this is not an ordinary disciple at this point. It seems like he had reached his self-realization or enlightenment goal. So that's what this story just reminds him of. It's not so much about, you know, where we are physically, but where are we in our thoughts and mentally? Our mental presence is what manifests our realities. Our physical presence, we have full control. <laughs> we are, you know, uh, most of the times, unless somebody really kind of like, you know, doing something what they don't want to, but even in that case, they're still kind of like very much like, most of the times we are in control of our physical surroundings. Where are we going? Or, you know, what do we have around us? But we are so much not in control of our thoughts. And that's what this whole meditational or meditation, mindfulness practice is about. To gather our scattered thoughts. It's kind of like somebody tells you, you have one bucket full of water. And how are we going to use this one bucket? We can either drink it. We can either water our plants with it. We can either bathe with it. Or we can literally just throw it out in dirt and call it good. <laughs> That's exactly what our mind is. We are full of thoughts and we have scattered it at so many places. And then we complain about, you know, our things are not manifesting or the universe is not helping or there is a saying, God help those who help themselves. <laughs> so we have to help ourselves first. We have to gather our scattered thoughts first and only then and then we can move any farther. Not that this master or this disciple or this visitor in that fact were, you know, any different. The visitor was looking for master at the physical level. The disciple was enlightened enough to look, at mas look for master at kind of like his thought level, the mind level. And then master was enlightened enough to understand those two differences and not punish or reward the other. It was... Just that mindfulness is what we need to work on. It's hard. It's not easy. But then again, one breath at a time. So when you're ready, inhale long, exhale longer. And continue doing that. Just bringing back our thoughts, gathering our scattered thoughts. 
and sitting in that mindful state, no matter how long it takes, one breath, two breaths, ten breaths to reach there, we will reach there. With that thought, I'll let you go for today.